on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. This is a wine episode today, and we're going to be discussing some wine. So we have from Chateau Montalena. We have the Chateau Montalena Chardonnay 2021. We have the Chateau Montalena Estate Zinfandel 2019. Uh, we have Sun Pinot Noir 2021. Red Schooner Voyage 11. Conundrum California Red Blend 2021. Camus California Cabernet Sauvignon 2021. Camus Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2021. And the Camus Special Select Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2019. Every year, this is always an excellent wine. Every year, I've never had a bad year of this. I mean, I'm sure they've had some challenging years, but they, they it's never they've shown They've always overcome it, and they, what they release yeah. is just smaller. That's yeah. it. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sipping time. Yes, it's sipping time again. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As Except always, for the sexy time, we don't discuss the sexy time. We're a PG-rated show. Well, guess what? Your wife doesn't either. So what's the difference? <laughs> That's why I'm trying to discuss the sexy time with someone. Wait a minute. Still not going to help. There's nothing <laughs> PG about alcohol. This is a uh, 18 and up. I guess 21 and up. It's 21 show. and up. Yeah, you're right. Depends Why do we what, have to keep the language depends PG? Depends on what country you're in. Yeah. Why do we have to keep the language PG? The alcohol's not PG. Because of NPR. Yeah. Because of the radio. Yeah. And Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. And everyone else. Yeah. The alcohol's I mean, not. Good taste. Of course. Yeah, you have to be of course, well, safe for work. Drinking we drink. Well, taste. Right. If it was good taste, there'd only be three of us at the table right now. So, just taste. Yeah. You know, nobody works at work, so you want to be safe for work. Mm-hmm. Well, we are the best thing on somewhere around 2 a.m. I don't think so anymore. Good times switched well, slots, so yes. We were. Well, it's about the time this idiot went to bed last night, so you know, he, he'd I be didn't the leave the store until 2 a.m. I didn't be get the to best bed authority on that. We're so. up against the my yeah. pillow, so we're, yeah, we're, we're no wonder he didn't one. get his beauty rest. Look at him. Ah, I feel like I've been beat by a stick. There's not enough rest out there to make beauty out of that, so... <laughs> Or sip this is why we're on the radio, not yeah. on video, kids. Yeah. yeah, face for radio. Right. Or sip segments are all about uh, wine, distilled spirits, coffee, tea, and pretty much anything else you can drink. And this is a wine episode today, and we're going to be discussing some wine. So we have from Chateau Montalena. We have the Chateau Montalena Chardonnay 2021. We have the Chateau Montalena Estate Zinfandel 2019. Uh, we have Sun Pinot Noir 2021. Red Schooner Voyage 11, Conundrum California Red Blend 2021, Camus California Cabernet Sauvignon 2021, 
Camus Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2021 and the Camus Special Select Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2019. So we let's, dedicate this show to Charles Wagner. Yes, absolutely. So we are going Check. to uh, throw this over to Justin against my better judgment and ask him to give us our sips ratings. Oh, God. Put on your earplugs. All right. Well, today we're going to do one sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. You started out in Australia, went to California, then you went to Robin Leach. What happened to you? California is a really big state, man. I think he sounds like Fred the Elephant Boy, if you ask me. But no. Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? That hurt. Yeah, it's not working. I'm just I'm not feeling it. Three sips. Uh, interesting. <laughs> Sorry. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. I could make so many jokes now that would be so wholly inappropriate, but I'm not going to. Thank you. Five sips. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yes. That's like if Barney yes. Rubble was stoned. Yes. Yes. It's a guy selling weed on Venice Beach. But it's Barney Rubble selling weed on Venice Beach. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't go in the store with you, so I couldn't really tell. True. Yeah. True. You went in there. I was, I, I was out taking pictures, so that doesn't count. True. All right, so let's talk about our first winery. So the first winery we're going to be discussing today is Chateau Montalena. Chateau Montalena was originally built in 1888, and it was intended mainly as a barrel aging facility. The Chateau Montalena Winery was unique among 19th century wineries in Napa Valley. When most of the wineries in the valley were made out of wood, Chateau Montalena was made out of stone, with walls 3 to 12 feet thick and built into the hillside. The structure provided natural insulation against the cold and heat and ideal conditions for barrel aging. It was purchased by Jim Barrett in 1972, and it was his 1973 Chardonnay that was the winner at the now famous Judgment of Paris in 1976, which they film that little movie about um and which put napa valley on the world wine map after jim's retirement jim's son Bo barrett led the winery for many years until 2014 when matt crafton became the winemaker it was matt who spearheaded the largest vineyard replant and redesigned in the winery's history as well as leading chateau montalina's sustainability program which led the winery to become certified as a bay area green business and napa green winery so the first wine that we've got is the Napa or the uh, Chateau Montalena 2021 Chardonnay. It's 100% Chardonnay, 13.7% ABV, aged for 10 months in uh, French oak barrels. It's got a beautiful straw color to it, a little bit of hint of gold around the edge. Mm, some citrus and orange blossom, some green apple just sort of tart like Granny Smith. Mm, a little bit of lemon on the palate. Mm. It's finally warmed up. We had it too cold. Um, it's got a good mouthfeel to it. 
dry stones, minerality, uh, lots of lemon, a little bit of flowers. A little bit of melon. You know, a, a, a typical classic Chateau Montalena Chardonnay. Um, I think last year was a little better, but... Yeah, I, I disagree with you, Bob. I don't... But, I don't think this is a typical classic. I think the acid is a little bit unbalanced here. I think I got more white peach on the nose than you did than orange blossom. But, um, and the, the apple was there. and the, the, But it just seemed to be overpoweringly acidic. There's, there's plenty of vanilla on the palate and melon, like you said. But the lemon was, was a little bit too much. I agree with you, Harm. I think this was not quite as balanced as I've seen previously. This was a little bit heavy on the Granny Smith and the lemon citrus flavor with a little bit heavy handed on the acidity, not as much creamy vanilla brioche notes that I, as I'm used to seeing and have seen in the past. I mean, a very nice wine, very well built. Very I mean, I like that they're, they're pulling back on the I mallow. Like it. I like it. Yeah, very much so. But I would agree that uh, this particular one is just a little bit off balance for me. Maybe we're drinking it young. It may, it's got a couple more years before, you know, it starts really coming to stride, I think. Hmm. It should be drinking now. Hmm. It's a 2021. It's two years old already. But maybe you could give this a couple, another year in the cellar. Justin, what do you think? I think if you drank this with sourdough bread, you'd be really happy. I think it's very tasty. Specifically sourdough bread. Yeah. I would specifically drink this with sourdough bread. Just to balance it out. Because like there are some imbalances, but those can be fixed by pairing it with the right thing. What about Cheetos? Everything goes with Cheetos. Which kind? Crunchy or puffy? Crunchy. Come on, crunchy is the only way to go these days. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, the puffy stuff sticks in your teeth. Yeah, so? You don't want that. Lots of things stick in your teeth. Doesn't stop you from eating them either, now does it? Well, you know, sometimes you He doesn't her, know about those little curly you, Q hairs. You, have, you ask her to shave. Teeth. It's okay. They don't stick in your teeth, then. You sick bastard. I'm talking about corn. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Yeah, something's wrong with me. Right in the toilet with the two of you. I know. Para weirdos. He's a urologist. Every is he lives in my Weirdos. He doesn't fraternize with women. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, well, we're going to be rating the Chateau Montalena 2021 Chardonnay. Four sips. That's oh my goodness! I think you're you're generous on this vintage. That was a little a, a little generous. We had two, you guys, and then we had us. Fine, we yeah. average it out. Yeah. Okay, thank you, sir. Yeah. And we round up. Yeah. Two plus two equals four divided by two. Round up. So we're going to go to the next wine, and we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. Okay. So the next wine we're going to talk about is Chateau Montalena Zinfandel 2019. It's 100% Zinfandel Primitivo. It's 14.3% alcohol by volume. It's aged 16 months in French and American oak. And of those, 16% of those barrels are new. On the nose, I got vanilla, um, 7-Eleven red slushy on the palate. Cranberry. <laughs> Is it 7-Eleven or? 7-Eleven. Sure. 
Sure. Okay. It's, it's not a like, Slurpee at Seven Eleven, not a slushy. It's not Quick Stop yeah. or it's not Bucky's. No. Okay. No, no Bucky's a whole. It's different. a Slurpee, sir. Bucky's I will have you know. Sweeter, sweeter nose. On the palate, I got cranberry. It was very sweet. Kind of reminded me of like a mead. And on the back palate, it was really pleasant. This is a fun drink. What do you think, Maury? Well, this was a nice line. I liked the uh, color. I thought it was a little bit on the pale side, but it was a nice red. Um, I did get the notes of raspberry and vanilla on the nose, on the palate, medium body, little hints of strawberry and rhubarb. There was definitely some fine tannins and some spice plum. I thought this was a pleasant middle of the road uh, Zinfandel. It was easy drinking, had a medium finish, had a little hint of spice. I, I liked it. I thought it was very nice, easygoing. Uh, middle of the road, easygoing, and um, and enjoyable. Harm? I'm not too far off with what you said, uh, Mari. Uh, the, it's a beautiful garnet. I What you guys got is vanilla. I actually came across for me because of the toast of the oak and the baking spices. It came across as creme brulee to me. I got raspberry and creme brulee. And uh, it came out quite nice. A little bit dried cherry. It's medium bodied and very pleasant. Easily drinkable. Yeah, pleasant. Well, we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we were just wrapping up our discussion on the Chateau Montalena Estate Zinfandel. Um, it's got a nice nose to it, raspberries and cranberries. and Yeah, I think it's a really nice wine. I think they did I like job. this better than Chardonnay. You, you really love that Chardonnay. I think this is... Uh, no, I'm enjoying it. I'm 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 really enjoying the Zin. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think the the value is is in the Zin right here. It's quite good. Yeah, it's extremely well put together. So, well, we're going to be rating the Chateau Montalena Estate Zin Vendel 2019 four sips. That's classified. So that takes us to our next winery, and we're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Well, the fat man made a funny. Well, thank you, Bob. We'll be discussing Camus Vineyards next. Charlie Wagner Sr. and Lorna Bell Gloss were both born to families that helped shape Napa Valley's wine industry in the late 1800s and beyond. In 1941, Charlie Wagner and Lorna Bell Gloss, Chuck's parents, purchased 73 acres just a few hundred yards from Chuck Wagner's home ranch, where they planted fruit orchards and 10 acres of wine grapes. In the 1960s, Charlie and Lorna pulled out their prune and walnut trees to devote their property entirely to wine grapes, including Pinot Noir, Johannesburg Riesling, and a special clone of Cabernet Sauvignon that Charlie had acquired from Stag's Leap grower Nathan Fay. The Wagners sold their grapes to Inglenook Winery and Sonoma Vineyards, among others, and were highly regarded grape growers and home winemakers. In 1972, Charlie and Lorna, along with their son Chuck, established their own winery and decided to name it, name it Camus Vineyards after a Mexican land grant owned by George Yount that had once encompassed their land in 1975. Chuck and his dad noticed that there were a few barrels that tasted better than the rest. So they decided to separate them from the batch and bottled them under a new label called Special Selection. Camus Special Selection is the only wine in the world 
honored twice as Wine Inspector Magazine's Wine of the Year for both their 19, excuse me, 1984, 1984, 1984, and their 1990 vintages. And their legacy continues as Chuck's son, Charlie, and their daughter, Jenny, have joined the winemaking business. I guess they left out uh, Joe. Yes. Uh, the first wine will be the Sun Pinot Noir 2021. It's 100% Pinot Noir, 87% from Monterey County, and 13% from San Benito County, 14.7% ABV. Each region where the grapes are grown for Sun Pinot Noir contributes subtly different qualities to the wine. Sourcing location of the grapes shift from vintage to vintage, and it is this flexibility that enables them to adjust to create the best possible wine in a given year. The color is a beautiful dark garnet color, a little bit darker than you'd expect for a Pinot Noir. On the nose, there's lots of bright. I, it, it doesn't say 100% Pinot Noir, does it? It does. It's 100% Pinot Noir. Yeah. It's 87% yeah. from How is it Monterey. so extracting? Thanks for paying attention. 13% no, from I, I, San Benito County. How is it so extra? How is it so it's dark? It's very dark for Pinot. Well, I expected. Keep asking Maury because he was there when they made it. I'm sure he'll give you the answer you're looking for. Oh, whatever. On the palate, there's <laughs> cherry, light toasted oak, some dry earth, a hint of clove, and even a hint of s'mores. It's got a medium to long finish. Very pleasant. This is a light, easygoing, really lovely Pinot Noir. It's not really full-bodied. It's very approachable. It's light on the palate. It dances. You can really enjoy it for an afternoon out by the pond, out on the back patio. I really like this wine. I found it to be very pleasant, very easygoing, and uh, and really uh, very enjoyable. Justin? Uh, I really enjoyed your presentation and this wine um i found on the nose it was welcome he's been drinking don't get all excited i found on the nose it was sweet and fruity i definitely got some cherry some cloves um was it a slurpee or slushy cherry neither it was like the actual fruit that i ate once oh cool yeah. You once ate a fruit? I once ate a fruit. Don't tell my doctor. How was that? What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Just wondering. I mean, yeah. yeah, I hear you. Now, this is pretty tasty. <laughs> what did you think, Pop? Harm, do you sell this wine? Um, I do. Do you sell a lot of it? I mean, it sells well, but it's. Uh, I, I sell, tend to sell their higher end stuff more in my store. This is like, you'll find this in a lot of grocery stores as well. This is the lower end Pinot for me. Um, in our store, I mean, you know, uh, it's, and frankly, for me personally, it's a lower end Pinot. It's just, it's, it's a little over extracted. I feel like they've, it's, like, the fact that it's 100% Pinot Noir is hard for me to believe with that color and this juiciness. Uh, I mean, I got red cherry, clove, and bergamot. You know, this is, bergamot. It's a $10 word. Mm hmm. It's a type of orange. He probably doesn't even really know what it is, but it sounds good. It's the, the orange. That, it's the orange peel they use in, in Earl Grey tea. Oh, is it from Kokomo? No, not from Kokomo. Anyway, this is. Um, it reminds me it? of that Earl Grey tea note, right? Can you use it in a sentence? Bergamot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bergamot is the orange peel they use in Earl Grey tea. There you go. <laughs> I just used it. 
<laughs> but it, it, it reminds me of a little bit of Earl Grey tea right here. A little cherry, a little Earl Grey tea. I could see Clove. that. Yeah. It's it's just a little too sweet for me, but it's a very popular style, and you'll find this everywhere. So I prefer a little more. I, Me personally, I like the uh, cooler climate French Pinot Noirs or, um, or Oregon or Washington State stuff where you get more forest floor earthy notes. But this is the more popular style right now. Everybody wants this. Yeah, this California money. style Pinot is very hot right now, yeah. and I would agree with you. Nothing wrong with it. Just not what I like. As much as I hate to agree with you, I agree with you. That's what his wife says all the time. Yeah. No, she never agrees yeah. with him. No. Bob, what do you think of this wine? I thought it was well done. I mean, right. it's, it's easy it's, going. It, it's not their top wine, obviously. This is their this is their less expensive wine. It's meant to be so, drunk every day. So, and for that, well, let, me, let me say something that, about the name. I think of the it's wine. a good wine. This is called Sea Sun Pinot Noir. For drinking his, in his the sister, sun by the sea. His sister makes one called Mer Soleil. Also, you know, Chuck the Wagner family. Mer Soleil is Sea Sun in French. That's the one that's ten dollars more. <laughs> it's actually it's well, a more elevated style. Yes. There you go. <laughs> we we did it on the last episode that we did wines and Camus, so yeah. Yeah. Well, it should be ten dollars more. It's French. Yeah. yeah. It, it, no, it's it's California, but it's got no. the French name. Yeah, I know, but that's it. It's French. There you, there go. you go. Done. So, uh, I think it's an excellent wine. I mean, especially for the money, I think it's a good yeah. pour. Stylistically, uh, yeah. Mersolet is a little more elevated. This is the more common. Mersolet is more, more known for their unoaked Chardonnay and that. No, they uh, make a good Pinot bottle. too. They make a good Pinot. It's okay. When okay. I when I do my legal work in French, I charge more too. Of yeah. course. There you go. It's classier. Well, we're going to be rating the CSUN Pinot Noir 2021. Well-deserved three sips. Interesting. So that brings us to our next one, and we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. Oh, well, I think, Bob. So Red Schooner Voyage 11 is our next wine. It's 100% Malbec from Argentina. Wait, Argentina Malbec, but it's made in California. What are you saying, Harm? Well, 14.9% ABV. Said no one ever. No one, no one ever. The grapes from this Malbec are grown in the Andes Mountains of Argentina, then chilled and transported by Ocean Voyage to Camus, where the winemakers create a wine in the Camus style. Falling outside the standard laboring rules, Red Schooner does not include vintage date and is uh, known by the voyage that it traveled on, i.e., in this case, Voyage 11 is the 2021 vintage. So this is the 11th time they've made this wine. It is a beautiful, deep purple. And on the nose... I got raspberries, red plums, flowers, and black pepper, and it keeps evolving, and there's something new. There's like a cola note coming out. This is gorgeous. That um, was the cherry cola you had with your Wendy's hamburger for lunch. I had iced tea with my, with my hamburger, sir. I get like a cola nut. Mm-hmm. A cola note. Usually, you get cola note, uh, notes with Zinfandel and Primitivo wines, but this, I'm seeing here in this, in this Malbec as well. Uh, the the palace concentrated concentrated plum with uh, vanilla and raspberries and sage and uh, something another herb I'm not quite sure what it is and the finish is long and the tannins here are fine and beautiful and there's a reason why this is a fifty dollar malbec it tastes like a more expensive malbec actually this is a value I freaking love this wine 
and I'm not in love with all Camus wines. No, this but wine I've been good. drinking this wine since Voyage One, and honestly, they've done a really good job with this wine. Uh, it was a little less expensive when it first released, but of course, honestly, of course. Uh, 10 like years a, ago. yeah, but they've done a really good job with it, and I think it's uh, coming to its own. And so it's, it's a lovely wine. I think it's fairly complex for those of us who don't drink a lot of Malbec. This is a really nice way to get introduced to Malbec. This is not. This is not it's French not Malbec. It's no. not. It is not Cahor. It's not uh, Argentine Malbec. It's distinctly Camus. It's a different style, and it's quite good. Justin, the one thing I noticed about this wine is it's really intense. Yeah, and I enjoyed the intensity of this. Um, I honestly don't know what you would pair it with, but it's probably really good on its own. Now this, I would have this with steak, dude. This yeah. is this is great. Yeah. Roasted meat, any roasted lamb. Mm. Yeah, I, I would love this with lamb. Lamb, yeah, lamb chops. Um, any roasted meat, like he's saying. Malbec is versatile. Lamb chop. You want know that little puppet? You sick? <laughs> well, eat sherry and lamb chop. You're a terrible uh, person. My God, I'm a terrible person. Is she dead? Next thing you know, you're going to be eating Kermit frog legs. What's wrong with you? Terrible, terrible person. Um, Mario, you were saying, uh, yeah. you said you've been drinking this since Voyage 1. What do you, how do you think it's evolved over since uh, the last th 10 years? I think it's been consistently good. I think that they've done a nice job of taking um, the Malbec grape and making it available for the American palate. Uh, they've Americanized it a little bit, and they've put the, the Camus touch on it and um you know massaged it a little bit for the american palate but i think they've done a beautiful job i mean it's clearly different from all the other camus wines it stands on its own nicely i i, I thoroughly enjoy it i i like it better than a regular malbec to be honest with you i mean i'm not a big malbec guy now the They're, malbecs i like are one to two hundred dollars a bottle. exactly exactly the so regular ones a, just don't hit regular, it for me They're, you know, your twelve twenty dollar malbec they're a little too vegetal and yeah just, they, they they just don't do it for me this this is beautiful. Yeah, for fifty yeah. bucks, this yeah. is a stunner. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this one. I think they did a great job. Um, you know, keep doing it. So we're going to be rating the uh, Red Schooner Voyage Eleven. Uh, well deserved four sips. That's classified. So that takes us to our next wine. We're going to have Justin tell us about that one. So the one I'm going to talk about now is Conundrum California Red Blend 2021. It's a blend of Zinfandel, Petite Syrah, and Cabernet Sauvignon. It's 14.6% alcohol by volume. Charlie Wagner Sr. would regularly mix different wines at the dinner table to find the perfect glass to pair with his meal. Blending was not very common in California at the time, so his experimentation was ahead of its time. Fast forward to 1989, when Conundrum White was born, followed in 2011 by Conundrum Red. Today, it's Charlie's grandson, Wagner II, who is charged with making Conundrum. So the color on this is a dark red. That's purple, dude. That is purple. Okay, we'll go with purple. So there was some like chocolate notes on this, and I got like barbecue chip powder. Um, smoke, leather on the palate. Barbecue chip powder. Barbecue chip powder. You know, after you ha eat the bag of Lay's barbecue chips and you got the powder at the bottom. You're licking your and fingers? You're, and you're licking that, your fingers. Yeah. This, that, is, this is that for you? That, yeah. On the palate, dark chocolate, 
ripe plums, and it's got this really interesting chalky thing going on. Um, and the finish, uh, didn't remember the finish, but it, it didn't, there was nothing negative about Medium it. Medium short. Nothing, not, nothing offensive. Yeah. Um, I think it was really pretty good and I, I liked it a lot. What did you think, Bob? I thought it was a well put together wine. Um, you know, fairly well balanced. Um, a little short on the finish. Um, the body is a little bit lighter. Um, I, I got, I didn't get any of the weird stuff you're looking for. Um, I definitely got like some cocoa chocolate notes on the tip of the nose. Get a little bit of black cherry. I get just the hint, of, the, the tiniest maybe hint of smoke. I'm not getting the barbecue thing at all. I mean, I know, I know their tasting notes mentioned barbecue. I, I, I grew up in South. This ain't barbecue, um, but on the palate, mm, it's got a dusty minerality to it, a chalkiness. You know, dry stones, uh, dusty, chalky soil. I get a little bit of the cocoa. I get a little bit of, of dark red fruit. Um, the finish drops off on on this one a little bit too quick, but you know, other than that, solid wine. Conundrum used to be called Camus Conundrum back in the day when they started first making it, and then they spun it off into the Conundrum Wine Company. That's because he he lost it. He he gave it to his ex wife in the divorce. But now her, their son has taken over, and frankly, the wine has gotten better. When this wine was first around, it was always a sweeter blend, and it was always to me a especially little too the sweet. white. The white was very sweet. Well, the white was always sweet, but even the red was sweet. The red's a newer one. And this is the least sweet conundrum I've had, correct? And in years, so that's it's been they've been making it drier, a little more food friendly. I think before this was just way too sweet for me. I think they've improved this wine quite a bit, and uh, I'm surprised. I was I was not expecting to like this because it's been a while since I've had it. And usually conundrums are sweet, and and when you're in the mood for sweet wine, that's fine. But if you're not, it's 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 hard to approach. Because like some people just only drink sweet wine, but for me, I prefer the drier style. If I could, because after too much of a, a, after one glass of this, I would normally not be able to drink it. But this one's a way better. This this year's way better than previous years. Agreed. Anything else to say, Bob? That's about it. So we are going to be rating the Conundrum California Red Blend 2021 uh, three sips. Interesting. So that takes us to our next one. That Who's being that me? Is that, that me? being you? Yeah, that be you. All right. Yeah. Thanks for joining the conversation. Thanks. I uh, this is good old boy Hermit, and our next wine is the Camus Conundrum. They can figure California. it out. The guy's not ready. Yeah. The Camus <laughs> California Cabernet Sauvignon, twenty twenty one, fourteen point seven percent ABV. Camus California Cabernet Sauvignon. Don't you mean Napa Valley Hermit? No, I mean Camus, California. This is a brand new wine. The inaugural release of the Camus Vineyards uh, expression of California. So bottled under California Appalachian, Camus sources the grapes for this release from sites throughout the state, including Paso Robles, uh, Lake, and San Benito and Monterey counties. Now, uh, I, I, after speaking to the rep from the company, actually, I, I literally ordered this wine from my, to sell in my store last week, and it just arrived on uh, a couple days ago. 
this uh, this is a new experiment for them because he wanted to showcase other parts of California besides Napa Valley. And the Camus family is in charge of these grapes. They're not just leasing land or buying grapes. They are actually doing the growing and harvesting and farming. Everything is under the Camus uh, control. So uh, this is something great. The color of this one. And what's the price point compared to, say, the Camus Cab, Napa Cab? Okay, so the Napa Cab should run you close to $75 to $100, depending whether it's a 750 milliliter or or a liter bottle. But this will be about half that price. So half the price and Camus. And we're going to be going to a commercial soon. So uh, stretch, Bob, stretch. <laughs> Say something, man. He is he is special, isn't he? Yeah. He's just he's just I, I, special. I don't have time to do a review. He sit seconds. there and talk, and then you just stop. Yeah, I know. Hey, and we're back, and we're going to sit here and pause for eight seconds. That eight I'd seconds till Harm figures out what he's going to say next. Well, look, I we had like thirty seconds left. I thought you guys would help fill the space. I couldn't start a review. You could have just kept talking. I'm just saying. There's nothing left to say, man. Well, how about I start talking now? Great. People okay. are getting bored. Uh, hey, do you have Deep Purple's uh, Smoke on the Water? No, you asked me that before we started the show, and I told you show, no, but you apparently have, have already forgotten that. Every wine here today is a Deep Purple. Smoke on the water. Thank you. There you go. This wine is a beautiful Deep Purple. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> on the nose. Ah. Uh, it's cherry cola, sage, cassis, a little bit of menth, uh, menthol. Uh, what else? What's going on here? Oh, licorice, black licorice. There's lots of licorice. Mm. Mm, mm. But not overpowering. Licorice. No, not overpowering. No, no, but there's but a it's, lot it's, of it it's, there. It's, it's like melted candy, you know? Licorice candy, um, cherries. And on the palate, it's plush, it's velvety. It's got. The, it's not a silky smooth. It's a velvet. You got that texture because the tannins are making it more um, velvety on your mouth. It's 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 a velvety texture. It's got a beautiful flavor, and it's got a long finish. It's velvet, like, it's, like Eddie Murphy and coming in. My, what is this material? It's velvet. It's beautiful. It's yeah. cherry, plum, and cassis, and it's got all that licorice and that velvety tannins. Super integrated. I, I'm so happy with this wine because the, for the first release, this is a great deal. And uh, we, you, so you said we were talking about the pricing. Um, I haven't even seen the invoice yet, but I was looking online right now. It's, it's to be about 65 bucks. So, 65 That's a little. That's not half. That's, that's uh, not half. I pay about 65 that, for that's, that's, Camus that, 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 That's the suggested retail according to Wine Spectator. That means you'll be charging more than that. Yeah, that means the charging store will be two hundred. We're, we're yeah. usually under that. We're usually under what their suggested retail is. But um, look, Camus uh, seven fifty. It varies a lot depending where you buy it. And seventy seventy five bucks. Seventy five is the cheapest I've seen it lately. Yeah, and you get a hundred for a hundred. You'll get the one liter bottle, and then sometimes these days restaurants are running it for retail which is awesome. You go to the right restaurant, you won't have to pay a penny over retail. But some restaurants, you're paying double or triple. So Sometimes triple. Triple. Yeah, in Miami, especially triple. But uh, it's this is a decent, it's a decent wine. I think it's more than decent. I think this wine is delicious. I think, um, 
you know, you're still paying for the Camus name, but I think it's a delicious wine. It's definitely more uh, more of a value for the price for the what you're getting for the money. It's a little bit less expensive than the regular flagship Camus Napa Cab. Uh, it's got all the features of a Camus. It tastes like Camus. It smells like Camus. It looks like Camus. It's that deep purple. Uh, it's got the Camus mouthfeel. Uh, it's Camus for a little bit less, and I think it's delicious. I, I loved it. I thought it was fabulous. I'm happy that they're coming out with something that's a little less expensive for more people to be able to enjoy Camus. I'm happy that they've continued to support some of the charities that we've been uh, near and dear to our hearts. And uh, thank you to the Wagner family for uh, continuing to support Honor Flight and continue to put out fantastic wines. Justin? I think this is a really good wine. Um, just to add on to what you guys have been saying, when I was a kid, I used to eat these atomic fireballs and they had a really hot phase. And after the hot phase, there was like a cool kind of neutral phase. It's called candy. And it has it's the sugar candy. after you eat yeah. all the cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. So it tastes like that. It's candy. <laughs> but it's delicious. And it has a dry dryness quality to it. That makes it inviting. It's the to keep it's the balance from it. the tannins. It's got yeah. it has some residual sugar, but the tann tannins balance it out. Yeah. So you just want you, you could kill the whole bottle. Yes. Yeah. Really enjoy. This it. is this is one that's like I could keep coming back to. It's yeah. not too cloying. Yeah. You know? Well, it just shows the Wagner family make great wine, and it doesn't have to come from the same vineyards they've been doing all these years. They can go somewhere else, and they can make just as good a wine. Which I think the schooner is a great example. Exactly. And by the way, there's a new yeah. there's a new schooner they're doing uh, where they're bringing wines from Australia. Yeah. I haven't tasted. I mean, that it's yet. not even like okay, we're we're running vineyards, we're we're running, we're we're growing the grapes, we're maintaining the grapes. It's just a different county, it's the other part of the state, and damn it, we can make good wine from there too. They're literally putting that wine, they're putting those grapes in refrigerated cars and bringing it from you know eight thousand miles away and making great wine. So they really know what they're doing. They're really skilled winemakers. Yeah, that yeah. proves it. It's I think I think this California Cabernet is fantastic. I think yeah. this is a great addition to their wine, and I'm excited to see something this good. That's even you know. I'm happy to pay for the regular Camus, but well, this is their style. Now is I can so get popular. Camus for less money. Yay! I can just their, drink their more. Their style is just so popular. They've they've really oh. made that whole California ca cab thing go explode. Yeah. This, so the label, if you're looking for this is a, a tan or bronze label looks very much like the same shape as the regular camus cab but it's more gold it's metallic and, yeah. metallic metallic bronze yeah well we're going to move on because we're getting closer to the end of the show so we're going to be rating the camus california uh cabernet sauvignon four sips that's classified so that's going to take us to our next one and we're going to have maury tell us about that one well, I thank you, Bob. Uh, the next expression will be the Camus flagship Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2021. It is 14.6 ABV. And as per usual, it is a deep, dark, purple, inky color. On the nose, it's got that classic Camus nose. There's just lots and lots of deep, dark, luscious fruit. The palate is rich. It's mouth coating. It's full of fresh black fruit. It just 
coats the palate. It just goes down and then the finish just goes on and on and on forever. There's notes of cassis, there's leather, there's graphite, there's tobacco, there's oak, there's tannin, there's backbone. This is everything you want in a Napa Cabernet and then some. It's a perennial favorite of many of us. Um, yes, there are some detractors that think that the Camus is over-extracted and overly fruity. That and would I'm be sure me. you'll hear from Harmeet. That would be me. And there are those of us that find the Camus to be a perennial favorite and uh, just a magnificent wine. Uh, I, I have nothing bad to say. I think this wine is fantastic. It's, uh, it's a beauty. It really is um, just a, a slight step up from the previous expression. Um, and the other expression I thought for a little bit less money is, is very close uh, cousin. And uh, this is really, uh, like I said, no disappointment this year. Justin? I think you said it all, Maury. This is really, really good wine. Um, I look forward to their release every year. This year was uh, no disappointment. I think the difference between this one and the last few vintages is it's drier wine. And I don't know what weather influences cause that, but it's fun. What do you think, Bob? I think it's like every Camus Napa Cab I've ever had. It's fantastic. It's extremely well-made. The balance is there. It's got a really, just a pretty nose to it. The licorice, there's a little bit of leather in there, a little bit of tobacco. Mm. And on the palate, it's rich, it's mouth coating. Get your whole tongue, the front, the back, the top, the sides. Um, it's got a nice structure to it. Got a nice backbone. Got some good tannin, but it's not overwhelming. Uh, it, it, it's a great wine. It's, it's too sweet. It's a great wine. It's too sweet. It's Nobody not sweet. You. Is, this is the least sweet Camus in the last five years, but it's still too sweet. I'm sorry. I, I prefer drier red. This is very plush and fruit forward and a punch in the face with that California fruit. If that's your style, that's your style. And it's obviously a big, a big part of the market. People there love this wine. There are millions of people. People love that, this wine. Right. I just think it's a little too sweet for me. I, I Again, this is, this is the, we were talking in a previous show about not being able to have more in the glass. There's I don't an think expression I have more the glass that comes to mind. Sour grapes. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Finish your glass. There you go. I couldn't have more than one glass of this. You remember that? Over. Remember that kid in high school who didn't listen to Van Halen and Black Sabbath and, and all the other cool bands and everything? Oh, I've got the English pressing of some band you've never heard of. Barry you don't Mello. listen to them and you suck. Yeah. Barry Mello. All right, dude. You keep yeah. listening to Black Sabbath. I'm listening That's to Smiths. Him. That's him. That's right. You and by the way, Rush you, rules. You wish you were cool Rush enough. Rush is better than Black Sabbath any day. You wish you were cool enough to listen to the Smiths, please. Probably listen to Manilow. <laughs> Well, in spite of Mr. Happy. Happy. No, here, take my wine. Take it we're, away. We're going to be rating the Camus Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2021. Five sips. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Under protest. Yes. Yes. Knucklehead. Uh, anyway. So. Last wine, Bob. You do it. Our last wine from Camus is the Camus Special Select Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2019. 100% Cabernet Sauvignon, 15.9% ABV. 
I'll just take the bottle and be leaving now. It's just so pretty. The color is a deep purple. So pretty. Fire Wish we had that song. Uh, we do. I just, just did it. So well put together. <laughs> it is a it, it 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 every year it is always a great wine. This year is no exception. I just This wanna, is the way Camus used to be. This special select is the way the original Camus should be. This is the wine I was looking for. This is gorgeous. If you're not looking for this wine, yeah. get out of my house. Yeah, come on. Okay. okay. This, this is not too sweet. This is done this the way I like it. Perfect. This, I mean, this is perfect. This I will is give about you that. as good a California wine as you're going to find. Yeah. I mean, it is absolutely perfect. And there's a reason yeah. why it's twice the price yeah. of the other one. Yeah. But, you know, again, every year, this is always an excellent wine. Every year, I've never had a bad year of this. I mean, I'm sure they've had some challenging years, but they, they it's never they've shown They've always overcome it, and what they release yeah. is just smaller. That's yeah. It. I mean, it's always great. And and the Wagner family, again, fantastic people. Um, they have given us so much support, uh, not just, you know, with the show, but uh, with, with our charity honor flight that we work with. Um, Chuck Wagner has probably donated easily $100,000 worth of wine over the years to some of the honor flight dinners we've done around the country to raise money to send our World War II Korean Vietnam veterans to D.C. to see the memorials. I mean, just a really great family, and I can't thank them enough for all they've done. Doesn't affect my review. The wine's just great, but really solid people, and I can't thank them enough for all the help they've given. What do you think, Justin? I think this wine is an exercise in balance. I mean, like a gymnast balance, like a balance yeah, beam like, balance, like a balance beam balance. You know, on the tippy toes, but the the ballerina makes it look effortless. And so did Chuck with this wine. Wow, this is not a ballerina. No, this is a male gymnast. On, on the pommel on, horse. Yeah, on the pommel horse. This is power. What about a they? It could be a they. Could be a they. This is Whatever. The, this I'm is talking the Eastern European steroid. Uh, uh, the, ste the steroid. Yes, yeah. definitely roided out. <laughs> this is yeah. the guy in the rings. <laughs> definitely roided out. So that, was, so that was a wonderful beam routine you did there, Brunhilde. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. No, I would agree with Harm. This is not a ballerina. This is a masculine this wine. This is the masculine powerhouse this wine. This is if you don't do it perfectly, you're going to the gulag for seven years, but you're going to perform flawlessly because mm -hmm. you don't want to go to the gulag. Did you see how the uh, American physics team beat the Chinese physics team for the first time? No. No, it's great. They're all Chinese Americans. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me, there's no rednecks on there, so... <laughs> I can tell you that with absolute certainty. Are there any Florida crackers on the team? There are no Florida Same crackers thing. on the team. Yeah. But this is a, a, an athlete of a wine right here. This is a big powerhouse. Are there any Goins on the team? Goins only do the spelling bee. Oh. Oh. What happened to you? I'm from Punjab. Yeah. I okay. sell them the whiskey. Are there any Punjabians on the team? Punjabis? On what team? On a Chinese-American. On, on the physics team? Physics no. team, no. No, we do engineering. Well, engineering and physics are closely related. Engineering is the practical part. Practical part. The physics is the, the theoretical part. Supposedly, the physics is the more pure. You can't do anything without engineers, though. Anyway, okay. There's a tangent, kids. Yeah. <laughs> 
there, there's some math homework we couldn't have possibly lived without so good lord but yeah this one's just the pommel horse oh so good so incredibly good every year all right so go back and taste the regular camus now you've had the special select mm. you have any, you have wine left in your glass yes. go back and taste it of course yeah not me i drank it all it's freaking sugar water dude it's nope. sweeter than the special i'll give you that but it was not sugar water no it's way better than last year you know, it's the one who seems to be so concerned about it is also the diabetic. Diabetic? The yeah. yeah. You ever think maybe that's your problem? You <laughs> miserable. That's why, I that's why I don't like the sugary wines. No, no. The, actually, diabetics crave sugar well, because guess our what? bodies don't metabolize it properly. Well, guess what? We've been adding sugar to your wine for the last six months because we're <laughs> sick of you and we're trying to get rid of you. I told you guys we had to put more in. That's not enough. Two teaspoons of glass isn't nearly enough. Oh, God. Maybe we should switch. <laughs> What's the other one? Not sugar. What do remember they call it? The, remember that the other one, the substitute we were going to use. Um, starts with an S. Um, Sucralose? Sucralose? No, no. Strychnine. Stevia. Strychnine. Oh, strychnine. <laughs> oh, that sweetener. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. That's the one and done sweetener. We were going to try that one on him. You know, lead also sweetens wine. That's what the, yeah. Yeah. the Romans used to put in their wine. See how it worked that out for them. That explains a lot. Yeah. 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 Comes with the brain damage. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Alabama, Alabama. Okay, awesome. <laughs> or Michigan. Look what with, with, with Flint, 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 Michigan. Yeah, Flint. A little lead with the with the water. Yeah. What, what, a, <laughs> what a water with a lead. There's, please. there's right, a new initiative right. to remove all the lead pipes in America. Yeah. Let's rate it. All right. Well, we're going to be rating the Camish Special Selection Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon 2019 a well deserved. Five, oh my six. goodness! Surprise! Surprise! Yeah! Yeah! All right. Well, go around the room and thank everybody for coming. Thank you, Justin. Thank you so much. Wow. Great thank day you. drinking in the basement. It's always a good day drinking. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another fantastic day in the damp, dark basement. Even if I had to put up with harm, it was worth it today to drink these fine wines. I don't think it's worth it. All I need is my insulin pen, and we're good. Thanks for having me, Bob. It's a good thing I hit it. <laughs> I have bad news. Justin's is over here coloring with it, so you're in trouble. <laughs> in the lines, Justin. In the lines. I never color in the lines. Well, this is Made Man Bob. Thank you for joining us. And remember, wife is too short to drink bad wine, and fortunately, that's not something we had to do today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping.
This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. Thank <laughs> you.